0: From Salesforce Studios, this is Blazing Trails. Welcome back to Blazing Trails, I'm Michael Revo with Salesforce Studios. And welcome to Episode 2 of Leading Through Change, our 10-part series featuring guidance, knowledge, and advice to help you and your team manage through these unprecedented times. Today, we have a conversation with Amy and Ben Wright, a husband and wife team who co-founded Biddy and Bo's Coffee in 2016. The shop was named after their two youngest children who both have Down syndrome. And from the beginning, the Wrights have employed people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Today, they have four locations in four different states. It's an incredible mission and an incredible journey that continues even during this time of social distancing and one that Salesforce is proud to be a part of. Amy and Ben sat down with Salesforce Executive Vice President and General Manager of B2B CRM, Bill Patterson, and Vice President of Trailhead Evangelism at Salesforce, Leah mcgowan hare for a conversation and a Q&A. They explain how they use e-commerce to meet customers where they are, particularly in today's environment, and how they are recreating their unique in-person experience online. And now, here's Bill Patterson and Amy and Ben
1: Wright. Please join me in welcoming Amy and Ben today uh, to talk about their experiences and how they are managing through uh, this Leading for Change moment. Amy, Ben, I just wanna start by welcoming you uh, and asking you how you and your family are personally holding up during this time. Good morning, Bill.
2: Hey, Bill, it's great to see you and uh, we're delighted to be joining you today. Uh, Thank you for asking about our family, um, our four children, are doing very well. Uh, We are spending a lot of quality time together as a family, (laughs) a lot of dog walks, um, but we are grateful for our health during this really scary time. How
1: uh, has this pandemic really impacted your business in recent weeks?
3: Well, uh, about two weeks ago, I think it was, we made the decision to shut down temporarily all five of our coffee shops. And uh, that meant laying off uh, over 120 of our employees. It's been very difficult, um, as you can imagine. It's difficult for all of business in America, for the most part. And uh, it, you know, what exacerbates it a bit is pe- some people with intellectual and developmental disabilities um, don't understand exactly why they they've been laid off. So we've had to be very uh, careful to do our best in explaining that it's temporary. It's not their fault. And uh, we're going to do everything we can to remain viable and and bring them back to work just as soon as possible.
2: And I think to piggyback on what Ben said, you know, the majority of our employees, for them, it's their first job ever working at Biddy Coffee. So to have the excitement and the uh, ability to start saving and planning for their futures and then have to put all that on hold has been a scary time for everybody.
1: I can imagine, you know, part of the magic of Biddy and Bose is the in-store experience. uh, And I experienced it myself at your uh, flagship store in Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, It's the interaction with the staff. It's the atmosphere. It's the welcoming. It's a sheer love that you feel, you know, in your workplace. It's the feeling that you're part of something special. So my ask of you is how are you trying to replicate that today online while keep serving your customers?
2: Well, we're glad you felt that. We hope everybody that comes in our shops leaves with that feeling. And um, what we've tried to do since this pandemic hit is uh, create that experience as well as we can um, online. And um, we have an online business where we sell our coffee beans and our merchandise. And with every order, we include a handwritten note from one of our employees so that customers still feel connected to our staff. We've ramped up our newsletters. We have launched a social media campaign called Fill Your Feed, and we're trying to share good stories about what's going on with our employees and uh, continue conversations with our employees, um, having them interviewed, and then sharing them through our social media ch- channels, just trying to stay connected to our customers because they, are s- they mean so much to us, and, um, and we want them to, to continue to feel connected to our business and our mission.
1: You know, I uh, ordered coffee, I got a handwritten note from Elizabeth, it completely touched my heart. It's a simple act of of doing something so basic and routine that ultimately is differentiating for your business. And, you know, I think you have such a purpose-driven business. It's so much more than coffee. You know, it's about accessibility. It's about making the world a better place, you know, where everyone has an opportunity. how has that sense of business purpose really helped you think about this transformation of the business during this time as well?
3: Bill, I think um, it's a good reminder that um, what we try to do is meet people uh, where they are for who they are. And I think a lot of times in business, uh, we try to meet people where we want them to be instead of where they are in that moment. And um, I think the whole world sort of is going through this this time of, of figuring it out, and it's very much what what we do on a daily basis. When our kids were born with with Down syndrome, you know, we couldn't drop everything and, and go get PhDs in special education. We just had to figure it out. And when we started the coffee shop, we just had to figure it out. And this this COVID nineteen epidemic is so horrific, and everybody's just having to figure it out. It's kind of more of the same. It's just another iteration of of having to figure it out.
1: You know, one of the lessons you've taught me both uh, is the importance of taking care of all of your employees, no matter what their ability level might be. What lessons can you pass on to other business leaders that they can then, you know, take forth about making their future more accessible to everyone?
2: I think what Ben said about meeting people where they are is, is step one. Everybody has needs, and I think when you figure out what those are and you just meet people there, uh, it brings out the best in your employees, which is what we all want to do as business owners. Um, and, you know, we practice that daily as parents of two children with Down syndrome and one with autism, and we bring that to work. And I, you know, a lot of the time that's, I look through uh, the eyes of, of being a mother um, when I uh, have conversations with my employees and I and I think about, you um, them as family members, and treating them such, and it it really does make a huge difference, and I, I believe brings out the best in them.
1: You know what, at times like this, Amy and Ben, you now I know your business model is put to the test, and your ability to shift and pivot that business model is you know why we're talking today. Maybe you can talk a little bit about some of the choices that you made prior to COVID-19 that have allowed you to pivot so quickly from an in-store coffee shop experience to now an e-commerce business uh, for Biddy
2: & Bose Coffee. The best decision we ever made was teaming up with Salesforce to have all our ducks in a row. Um, little did we know we'd find ourselves in this situation right now. but working with Salesforce uh, such that our website was, was streamlined and able to um, handle communic- incoming communication, which we're getting a lot of, um, that was well-established. so I feel like we were really prepped for this moment.
3: Yeah. just it, it couldn't have happened at a better time when you reached out to us, Bill, and, and, uh, and we teamed up and started working together. It's just really enabled us to respond and to pivot from being a, a within-six-feet-of-one-another retail business to uh, primarily right now, you know, we're, we're online. The Salesforce tools that, that uh, you have uh, enabled us with
1: uh, have just been so instrumental in that. Well, it's been amazing to partner with you. You guys are an amazing business. Um, and we know that right now, so many small businesses are really fighting for their survival too. You know, this isn't a story we know the ending to at this point in time. You know, but in your case, I know it's to be continued. And it's going to be continued, you know, in a thriving way. What advice do you have for other business leaders who are finding themselves at this critical point for how they carry their business forth, you know, in an era where many people don't know the ending at this point?
3: I'll call it the the three, maybe the four C's. The three C's are communicate, communicate, and communicate. And I don't just mean with uh, your customers. I mean with your employees, with your vendors, your suppliers. Everybody, everybody's in the same boat. Everybody's figuring this out. Um, and you're not always going to have the right answers or even a good answer. But just letting people know what it is you're trying to do, uh, there is light at the end of the tunnel. The fourth C would be you know capitalized. Boy, if you can, you can uh, uh, find some additional capital somewhere somehow temporarily. Um, find it um, all the things that business owners know to do when when times get
1: tough so three C's of communicate and one four of capitalize I think that's great advice for everyone uh, here listening to the call you know I know we have a lot of questions coming in from the audience today and I want to bring back my colleague Leah right now and let's go through them together perfect great
4: a question from James for Amy and Ben What was the response like when you opened your business and how do you think your sense of business purpose helped lead to so much success so fast?
2: Wow. Well, from day one, we had a great response in our community. We had a line out the door. Um, We were going to open that business, whether people showed up or not, it meant that much to us. Um, but I think you know where our mission started was creating jobs for people with disabilities in our community has really evolved into more of a human rights movement and showing the value of the lives of people with disabilities to the world because when other people pick up on that and they Recognize that then then other business leaders are going to organically find a way to put people with disabilities on their workforce, too But it's been it's been a wonderful journey
3: you know it's uh it's estimated that about two hundred million people across the world have intellectual and developmental disabilities. And roughly eighty percent of those people do not have a job in their own community. So um this resonates with people. Um, you know, if if, if uh if if the numbers are like that, um then Just about everybody you meet either knows someone or has someone in their family with a disability with the same problem. So um, having a a purpose like like we have and and the mission that we have um, is just critical for not just our family, but for many,
4: many people in the world. Great. Thank you. This question's for you, Bill. You mentioned Salesforce cares. What is that and how how are customers using it?
1: Great. Thank you, Leah. I firmly believe that technology should be in service of everyone, um, and Salesforce Care is just that. It's a set of free products that we've built uh, and made available to companies to stay connected to their customers, uh, their employees, their partners, and really their communities as they navigate through this COVID-19 crisis. Uh, We are incredibly proud of this program. Um, we launched it uh, in a little bit more in the week. We have over 2,000 companies from across 47 countries sign up for it today. Um, if anyone is interested in learning more, you can go directly to salesforce.com to learn more about the Salesforce Care offering. But essentially, if you have needs about rapidly responding to your customers or keeping your employees all under the same communications uh, right now where every moment matters in this crisis, um, that's exactly what we've created to help all in this moment in time,
4: thank you for that. Uh, a question from Emily for Ben and Amy: How do you think these new global challenges will fundamentally impact your business?
3: Well, the global challenges um, won't stop. You know, we're we're a connected world, and um, we're all going through what we're going through now at at the same time. I think we just have to adapt. Um, we have to continue to do more of what we've always done, which is just adapt to the situation at hand. And um, if you can do that and do that with a smile on your face and realize that um, there's nothing so enormous that it's just going to take you down entirely, uh, you just adapt and, again, meet people where they are for who they are and make the best decisions you can with the information at hand. Um That's all anybody can really be expected to do.
4: Absolutely. And I love that Uh, question from MC on the live stream. For Amy and Ben, what Salesforce products are you currently using and how have they helped you with your e-commerce business?
3: At first, we got nothing but emails and then Salesforce stepped in and they created like a help center for us that was just incredible to be able to respond quickly to people with good information rather than just responding to them eight weeks later because that's how long it took to get to the, to the massive emails.
2: Salesforce is there to answer our questions, to support us in, in ways that we never even dreamed existed. Um, we're working on some trailhead right now to um, help guide other employers with hiring people with disabilities. It's a great use of our time while we can't be open and operating our shop. So we're excited to be rolling out that trailhead at some point here. And, and we're, um, we're incorporating our employees in that uh, planning process too, because we want their voices to be heard. They're the best advocates for themselves. So why not have someone with autism help design that so that employers better understand them? So lots of good things on the horizon.
4: Great, thank you. Here's a question for Bill. Are there any customers who have been using Salesforce to help respond to this pandemic? Uh,
1: Yes. Um, As I mentioned, there's 2,000 using our uh, Salesforce care offering, but I want to highlight maybe a couple of the heroes that are really doing something amazing on our our Salesforce platform today. And The first is Nicole Solt at Lippard Components out of Indiana in the United States. Uh, Nicole is connecting the company with her greater community um, as they convert their production lines at Lippard to help start manufacturing personal protective equipment here to fight the pandemic. Uh, It's just an amazing story of how someone has just again pivoted their business on a dime to really respond to the crisis. Now their Italian teams have been supporting the government on face shields and they're using now their sewing lines to produce new masks and gowns uh, as other uh, PPE items are are in shortfall. Uh, So Nicole is doing amazing things, can't thank her enough for all of the work for the community there. Uh, and then also Julie O'Donnell, uh, who works at ConnectRM, which is a technology platform that connects nurses and other uh, care providers with nearby healthcare facilities to deliver staffing where and when it's needed the most. You know, we are in a situation in many uh, geographies where the healthcare system is just overflooded, and using Salesforce to help schedule that process, you know, to get scarce resources out to the places where that's needed most is also just another great use of the platform. So Julie, Nicole, great examples of leaders and trailblazers in their own right going out there and taking the platform and applying it for the good for all of us.
4: Great. Just love hearing those great stories. Uh, Next question is for Amy and Ben. You two are so inspiring as business owners and especially to me as a parent. My four-year-old son has Down syndrome. Do you have any advice for parents?
2: I think it's just believing that your child can accomplish anything they set their mind to. Um, we feel so blessed to have two children with Down syndrome and one child with autism. Um, it is it has taught us so much about who we are and what we were put here on this earth to do. And we're just ex- you know we're excited to see what their futures hold.
3: We think and talk about it a lot. There's so much to say on it. We appreciate the question. I'm sure that uh, the person who asked the the question uh, has has thought about is when you have a child with a disability, you have to learn how to switch gears without a clutch a lot of the time. Uh, And said differently, you're you're grinding those gears a lot of the time. It's difficult because uh, you're going back and forth from typically developing to people people with disabilities. But I think it's a lesson for all of us um, that um, if you approach people, uh, again, not every disability is a, a visible disability. Uh, you approach them in a very neutral uh, gear and figure out, you know, f- figure out who they are first before you try to get them to figure out who you are. Right? Seek first to to uh, understand, not to be understood. Is the notion there? Um, but but anyway, back back more specifically to your question. Um, just keep advocating for your child. I know that you do. Um, The world is not built for people with disabilities. We're trying to change that. The business world is not built for people with disabilities. We're trying to change that. So just uh, help us get the word out about what we're doing and get other businesses to consider hiring people with developmental and intellectual disabilities.
4: The next question is for Ben and Amy from Another Ben. For a lot of customers, this crisis has opened up a communication line of transparency and openness maybe for the first time among employees, as a co- company that prides itself on culture, can you offer some guidelines on how you've been able to weave vulnerability and empathy you into your business? Again, lots
2: of communication. We we just stay in touch. We make yep. ourselves available and um, we communicate with them so that they Uh, know that we've got their back and uh, that we will be returning to work here soon. That is the plan.
4: Awesome. That's just such great information, Um, a time for us all to be open and transparent about how we're feeling. Amy and Ben,
1: I want to thank you both for joining us today. You know, what you have built is more than a business model. Uh, It's really a business purpose. Uh, We want to help you get through this crisis. So today I want to give you some good news. We're going to be purchasing $50,000 worth of goods from your website. Lots of coffee subscriptions, uh, lots of those amazing hoodies that you guys love and have, uh, the hashtag not broken t-shirts, and I have two of them, I know, and I wear it proudly. Uh, and I know because it's running on Salesforce, it will run you know, safely, and that purchase will go through no problem. So, <laughs> There's, lot, there's going to be a lot of well-caffeinated Salesforce colleagues dressed in Viddy and Bose gear because we love you guys. We love what you do. We love what you stand for, and we think that it is, again, a, a mission that we are so happy to support uh, well into the future.
2: Thank you so much, Bill. Uh, we are just in awe, just speechless.
3: Bill, <laughs> you, you and the Salesforce organization, once again, have shown who you are Uh, every time you communicate with us, you show us who you are and this is no exception. And from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you. Thank you both.
0: That was Salesforce's Bill Patterson and Leah McGowan-Hare with Biddy and Bo's co-founders, Amy and Ben Wright. To learn more about their company and how you can support their worthy mission, go to Biddyandbo'scoffee.com. For more information and resources on leading your business through change, go to salesforce.com. You can also tune in to these conversations live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. on Salesforce Live at salesforce.com. Salesforce is here to help. Blazing Trails is a production of Salesforce, a customer relationship management solution committed to helping you deliver the personalized experiences customers want, so they'll keep coming back again and again. Salesforce, bringing companies and customers together. Visit salesforce.com slash learn more.